Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. Right here on the show, we break down that formula on how you can be more powerful in your business and every single area of your life. So maybe you're watching this and maybe you have a family of kids and you're wondering, hey, how can I really manage all of this? Like, do I really have to give up who I am and everything else? Um, you know, do I have to choose? Well, today my guest, Madeline Lambert, has the formula. She's going to, we're going to break it down. We're going to be talking about family and uh, some of the uh, challenges that she had growing her business and, you know, how you can apply that to your own business and life. Her business, actually, she's the co-founder, is generating 50000 a month of reoccurring revenue. So she's certainly doing something right. Um, so Madeline, thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, we were just chatting before we started um, doing this uh, recording, and you just had a baby. Yes, I just had a baby in July, a little baby boy. His name is Ethan, and, uh, and he's really, really fun. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> congratulations. So this topic is going to be really important. I mean, even women that don't have kids, it's, it's kind of like just how do I, you know, create a balance, or is there any such thing as, as a balance, you know, when you're building your, your business. So, uh, you know, kind of tell me about your, your journey getting into this business and navigating around all of the, the things that you have to do first. So let's start there. Yeah, for sure. So um, basically, I started this business um, about two and a half years ago. Um, I initially moved um, to a really small town um, called Collingwood, Ontario. Um, I had previously previously been living in Toronto, um, and uh, you know the lifestyle um, was just not where I wanted to be at that point anymore. Like it, it was just too fast paced. I was stuck in traffic for hours on end. And so I decided to create like a little quiet life for myself um, and, and my, my partner up here. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess I got into this business because I, um, there's not a whole lot of industry um, in this, in this neck of the woods. And um, I was finding it hard to, to, find employment in my sector. So um, I ended up teaming up with a local guy here who did a lot of SEO and a lot of marketing um, and had a, a, quite a few businesses online, actually. Um, and he had originally hired me um, to sort of figure out how to, how to create content um, for his portfolio of websites 
um, in a systematic way um, and uh, and really work on the, the the content marketing side of his his businesses. Um, so I did that and uh, we sort of wrapped up that process um, and called it content refined um, at the end of the day and and launched it to a wider audience. Um, and so that's how how we sort of um, uh, founded the, this business a couple years ago. I love it. And just, you know, talking about your story, how you were living in an area that you, you weren't aligned with, you couldn't find a job, and all of a sudden you partner up with someone else and then this business is birthed. And I, I think that's so important as, you know, when we were talking about breaking down the formula that sometimes chaos or confusion or if things are not in alignment means that you're supposed to go in an, in another direction and you absolutely absolutely I, I and that. i think that really um listening to you know your intuition that everything's going to be okay and that you're going to figure it out and and that you're ambitious enough to to really figure it out um goes a long way and and it allows you to open doors that you didn't know were really there so I love it. You know, yeah. on this show, we talk about, it's all about breaking through your fear. You know, fear is the number one thing that will hold you back from, you know, living your, your best life, really breaking through your limitations. So what were some of the conversations you had with yourself uh, before leaping into this venture, even like moving, you know, from, from the big city to yeah. a, a more rural part of uh, town? Yeah. So um, I think the, the biggest thing for me was that I was very much raised um, in in a way that you know if you had a job you wouldn't leave it unless you had something else lined up and that was like ingrained in my value system um, for like my entire life because my parents were raised that way and and they always like really 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 drove that into us that like if you don't have a plan b you have to stick with your plan a um and so for me that was a huge huge leap out of my comfort zone because um i didn't have anything lined up and so i made this decision knowing that i didn't have anything lined up and it went against everything i stood for and everything that i had been um like <laughs> you know, my parents trained me to believe in yes. this. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that for me was the biggest thing. And I, then you're, then you're dealing with like the fear of judgment from people that you really care about, you know? So like how, how to maneuver telling my parents that I was moving to a rural area that didn't have a lot of industry and I didn't have a job lined up, you know, even though I'm, you know, almost 30 years old, that was a huge, <laughs> huge thing for me. I didn't want to, you know, tell my family that I'd made this decision without having a backup plan. Um, so yeah, it was really, it, having that conversation with myself um, was really challenging and, um, but I'm, but I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad that I stepped out of my comfort zone and, and it really forced me to figure things out. I love that. And it's true what they say, everything that you want is outside of your comfort zone. Definitely. And I really want women to listen to this story is that you cannot create a big vision, mission, and, and business or go to the next level of your career if you keep doing the same things, like keep playing small. So here you were playing small, listening to your parents' beliefs and you know, just kind of taking that on as their uh, you know, that, that this is a truth. And all of a sudden you're mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, what's outside of this comfort zone? 
right? Mm -hmm. And so, so when you were going through that decision making, because I know this is going to help women, did you feel like right before you said yes, did you feel like this uncomfortableness in your body? Like kind of walk me through that process. Oh, absolutely. As I was packing up my, my things in Toronto, I had this like total overwhelming feeling of, of regret. I was like, what am I doing? Like, should I, should I have done this? This is like a ridiculous idea. This is crazy. But, um, but yeah, really, really taking a step back and, and sort of assessing where you are and where you would like to be and really coming to terms with the fact that, yeah, if you continue um, doing everything that you're doing right now, nothing's ever going to change and you're not going to be able to pursue the things that you want to pursue. Um, I, I think that really sort of helped me step back and, and make that, that decision. But it is like a totally overwhelming feeling of, of guilt and, um, and almost regret, you know? Right. And, and what were some of the things, so when you made that decision, you're like, Hey, I'm doing this. What were some of the things that your parents said to you? Um, oh, well, I think that they were just concerned. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to, to raise your kids in a way that like, um, that you don't have plan B figured out. I think that that has been a really, really good thing, um, in my life growing up for most other things. Right. Like, um, it, but it is a conservative view. Um, and yeah, I think they, they were just kind of like, you know, are you, are you sure you're making the right decision? Are you like, how are you going to figure it out? Like what connections have you made in this town that, that you think are going to lead you to success? Like, um, what kind of options do you have? Like those kinds of things, um, which were genuine concerns, you know, I would probably feel the same way in, you know, 25 years from now, if Ethan moved away from, from home and, and, settled in a small town with no jobs, of course I'd feel the same way, but um, I would also have faith that he was smart enough and ambitious enough to, to figure it out for himself. Exactly. So, so here you are, you moved into your new city. Then what happened? I mean, did you hit the pavement trying to look for a job? What did you do to make that connection um, to start your business? Yeah. So that was actually also a bit of a, a, a bit of a fluke. <laughs> I like to call it um, serendipitous uh, because I had been chatting with a, a girlfriend from home um, and she uh, ended up having a connection on Facebook um, from this girl that she went to university with that had settled down in this town as well, like Collingwood as well. Um, and she had posted something on her social media talking about, um, talking about this John guy, my now business partner, and how he was looking for um, a like marketing expert to, to help him with his business. So I reached out through like the several, um, several weird broken line of communication with this girl <laughs> and, uh, and ended up making this connection. And uh, yeah, the, the, the rest is history. I love it. It's such a great story when you break down the formula so far as like you were, you were not aligned living, you know, in the place that you were and you had to go against, you know, the traditional paradigm of what your parents said, Hey, no, you got to play it safe. You're like, no, no, no. I want something more. And you're going through that 
kind of second guessing yourself, should I be doing this, but I know I want to be doing this. And then you, as soon as you said yes to yourself, you start attracting this beautiful opportunity to you. And, and fast forward now, you've yeah. got this business that is really successful. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. And I mean, I'm, I think that there's a lot to say about um, leveraging your network um, and really having those conversations with people um, and making sure that people know um, that, that you're available and looking yeah. and, and where you're at and what your interests are. Um, and I think it's, it's really important to network properly. Mm, I, I agree. I always say, you know, your, your connections are your currency. And Absolutely. so you never know who knows that person. I actually have a good friend that got a job through just networking instead of putting out a resume. She was connecting with people, telling people, hey, this is what I'm looking for. And in a short, just like a couple of weeks, it was just very short amount of time, she got a job. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how my husband got his job here as well was just through through chatting with people and, and, um, and that's, yeah, how he, how he landed his awesome job up here. So, uh, and, and like, apparently, um, so I've heard, um, even if you are sending out your resume, if people don't know you in this town, you're probably not even going to get an interview, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's very word of mouth here. It's very small. Um, and unless you really know somebody, you're, you're probably not going to get, get the job. Yeah, no, I, I definitely believe that. Now mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about, so now you're, you're, you have a successful business. You recently in July had your son. Yes. So the question is, you know, how do you really navigate around, you know, those things? Like when you found out you were pregnant, what yep. was going through your mind about the oh. business and the baby? Yes, this is my favorite favorite uh, topic. So my son wasn't planned. Um, he was, uh, yeah, a wonderful surprise. Um, and so it was one of those things where you're ob obviously we were thrilled. Um, but, uh, but it kind of threw a bit of a wrench in my business plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but now when I look back, getting pregnant was probably the best thing that could have happened to the business. It really, really forced me to get my shit together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it um, forced me with a very real, like, ticking time bomb. You couldn't move that date back. <laughs> um, but it really, really forced me to... Um, proceduralize the business to a point where I could successfully walk away from it for mm -hmm. a, a short period of time. Um, and so that was probably the hardest thing, but the best thing that could have happened to the business because it allowed us to scale in a really, really smart way. Um, and it allowed me to really build out the foundation of the business and now I know that it, like, it can withstand anything. It can withstand me literally like wiping my hands clean of it for seven months. Um, and that for me is a sign of success. I, I love that. So actually having a baby forced you to, to, to leverage, you know, what you're doing, uh, focus on a schedule so that you could also grow the business. So, so it was actually a, a benefit. The baby was a yeah. benefit 
to your Absolutely. business. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, it could have really gone both ways, you know, right. if, if it was kind of a sink or swim like scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it really, really did um, force me to, to think about the business long-term, think about what, um, what missing procedures I had and to really create them and, and um, make sure that the foundation of the business was super strong. Mm, and it does speak to uh, Parkinson's law that you you basically fill your space in time, like you know yeah. whatever you're filling your space in time with the highest priority things is really going to help you. If you don't, then you you're just filling it up. I always say you're filling up your space in time watching cat and dog videos. On yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not always a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need that that yeah. reset. So, what was your uh, you, your mindset during the process of being pregnant as you were creating these systems and you had to be focused, was there a particular like daily routine or things that you would say to yourself during that process so that you could be most effective and efficient? Um, that's a really great question. So yeah, the first three months were a complete write-off for me because I was very sick. Um, but then once I got back to work, um, I sat down with John, um, my, my business partner, and um, we, we wrote out our sort of reevaluated um, mission value statement um, and then figured out a list of things that we needed to do before I left. Um, so that uh, was that that was basically like an org chart um, and it was an org chart for the present um, for the for, and for the future um, and so that allowed us to really visualize like what procedures were missing um, what staff were missing um, in order to successfully step away from it um, and so at at that point, I was pretty energized because I knew exactly what I needed to do um, and I knew sort of how to do it. Um, and so that's when I made my like first really important hire, um, uh, which was my, my employee, Laura. She's still with us. She's amazing. Um, and I knew that like she, she needed to fill my role. Um, so she started shadowing me um, months and months before I, before I actually took off for maternity leave. Um, so I was very, very confident by the time I left that, that the job would get done properly. Mm. And, uh, and now that I'm back, like, I don't want my job back. I'm, she can keep it. She's doing a great <laughs> job at it. Um, and I will move on to sort of more of a business development um, side of things. I love that in, in one of the most important things that you were talking about, like really getting clear on your vision, mission, and purpose, because one of the things that I do in my work is I help women leaders and, and visionaries get crystal clear on their vision so that they can attract the right people and, and resources, because when they, when they see it, when they visualize it, they, they, they have that clear vision, then it's easier for them to align themselves with the right people most people don't have a vision therefore there's chaos ensues right mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. i totally uh, uh, appreciate that process um but also you know if a woman doesn't have that opportunity to maybe like oh, ha- hire someone right mm-hmm. they have to learn how to at least get clear on their vision so that they can take the steps you know that they need to get done in their business exactly exactly and i think getting clear on your on your vision allows you to get to create a clear list of um of action items in order to get there which is uh which is a really useful exercise to do 
Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. You got to write that on, you got to write it down on paper. Uh, you know, I always say too, it's like when you're writing something down on paper and you're connected to it, like with your feelings, you're, you're actually creating a motor and sensory um, experience. There's, there's uh, different things that happen in your with, with neurons that act in your brain that you can actually, um, you know, it just helps you to like take all that information and go, I can see it. So therefore I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It almost causes like a a cause and effect um, reaction. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's shift gears here and let's talk about your business content refined. Uh, What is it and why is why is it important and who do you really serve with, with this business model? Yeah, absolutely. So Content Refined is, it's a content marketing agency. Um, there's a lot of different forms of content marketing. So there's, uh, there's like video, video marketing, there's social media marketing, um, but we focus on like blog article writing um, and really hone in on, on uh, the factors around what makes content rank. Um, so, uh, yeah, quality, um, relevancy and consistency are the things that we really focus on. Um, and we believe that we've created, um, like a science around content marketing and we are able to produce content that will predictably rank on Google. Um, and so that's sort of our, our bread and butter. Um, we like to serve, um, all sorts of different. So I guess our, our target audience um, are people who have like um, quite a few projects going on at once. Um, people who maybe have like a portfolio of websites um, that they need consistent content for. Um, but we also serve uh, small to medium-sized businesses who um, who just need to uh, attract more more Google hits essentially, um, and who are exploring content marketing as a solution. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I love it, you know, because it is important. If, if you know, people are always researching, you know, for information, where do they go? They go to Google. So, yeah. if, if you're create, curating that content, and that person goes to, you know, your website, guess what? You you get more eyeballs to your site and then cha-ching. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, Google, it, like, gets more and more sophisticated in their algorithms. And we, we really make a point of, um, of using our data analysis projects um, and leveraging their results um, in the way that we um, create content for our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a full-time job. So if you have, um, if you have a business and you're trying to do, run the business, do all the marketing. Um, and like, if you're a, a one, a one man or woman show, um, that like staying on top of all the Google changes, staying on top of all of the marketing trends, um, is going to suck up a lot of your time if you're doing it properly. Um, and so we like to be that, that solution for people. Awesome. I love that. Madeline, before you go, I know you've got uh, a gift or a special offer. You want to share that with our listeners and we will have the link in the show notes where they can get that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, for people who might not be ready to outsource content um, or want to like keep it in house, um, I have like a, a downloadable list of our um, article writing SOPs that I'm happy to share. Um, and that will essentially give people the, the bones on how to on how to write good content um, for several different types of articles. So we've got buyer, buyer's guides, we've got review articles, we've got blog articles, um, et cetera. Um, so I'll, I'll, share the, uh, I'll share the link there and you just need to put the um, promo code podcast um, in, the, uh, in the box there to download that file. Um, and if anybody would like to try out our service, um, we would be happy to onboard new clients um, and we can uh, offer a 20% off discount uh, for for this podcast um, by using the promo code podcast on your uh, on your checkout page love it Madeline thank you so much for being my guest today thank you so much for having me my pleasure and uh, before we go those that are either watching or listening on iTunes um, don't forget to to pick up a, a bottle of your Fierce Femme wine. So if you don't know, this Ooh, is the latest label. Um, it's my Superpower Cabernet. And I also have my, uh, I, my Vote Fierce. This is so timely. Chardonnay. <laughs> you can go to FierceFemme.com. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. And live fearlessly. Take care. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com dot com.